Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Yes, hello. Welcome back to I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. How's it going, Mike? It's going good. Um, I'll say just right <laughs> off the bat, if someone told me 20 years ago that you and I would be sitting down talking about heart to heart, I would not believe them. No. I don't think I would. But here we are. Yes, here, here we, we are. are. Yes. Yes, we are watching Heart to Heart, the pilot movie. Um, it was interesting. Uh, we'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, it was uh, we'll not get, what we'll I expected. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into it. But we'll go into a little background first. But anyway, this show, now I will say this. I, I will watch this when it comes on occasionally, like on one of the, what is it, Antenna TV maybe or MeTV? I'm not sure who it does. Obviously, they're not a sponsor, so that's why I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, one, a couple things I noticed like in the credits right away, Mark Snow did the music. He's the X-Files guy. Remember, oh, you know, okay, the X-Files cool. theme? Yeah. But this show didn't have that theme until kind of like the end. Then it was like the traditional heart-to-heart theme. Yeah. 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 But, um, and going into that, did you, do you ever remember um, <laughs> the thing with Adam Scott and Amy Poehler? It was, they did, they had two of them. It was called The Greatest Event in Television History. And they did the first one. The first one they did like the complete remake of the intro to Simon to Simon with him, and I forgot who. But on this one, they did him and Amy Poehler, Adam Scott and Amy Poehler, and they did the intro to Heart to Heart, shot for shot. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, I'll, I, I'll link. I, I'll put a link in the show notes. But if you've never seen it, it's actually kind of funny. But oh, that's hilarious. The link. It was like an uh, Adult Swim show, so it was like fifteen minutes long, and they had. Um, What's the uh, um, Survivor guy, the host from Survivor? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know his name. Mark. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyway, he hosts the show. And they make (laughs) it like this is like some big event. They have like a countdown clock in the side of the corner as they're waiting for this to happen. It's it's kind of funny. But anyway, uh, so... This show was weird. And I I did find out that through my intense... uh, deep dive and studying the heart to heart, uh, lore <laughs> that this was actually 70s. Yeah. So this TV was actually, study or, yeah, this was actually from a script that was made to be something completely different about some married spies. And oh, yeah, when they brought in, I can the, see that. Yeah. So it makes a little more sense that way. So when they brought in the writer, um, that, uh, did this with Aaron spelling and them, that's how they kind of tweaked into this. And I guess he had written some James bonds and stuff like that. So that's where you get some of the spy stuff, I guess. But, um, and I guess originally they had they wanted Cary Grant to do it, but he was like 75 already, so he was basically retired. And then they went right to Robert Wagner, and that's who they wanted. And I guess for Mrs. H, originally they wanted Natalie Wood, but Robert Wagner's like, I don't think that's such a good idea. <laughs> and if you know anything about Robert Wagner and Natalie Wood, well, just read about it. And um, But supposedly it said she made a cameo in this. Did you see her at all? Oh, I don't know if I'd know her. You know, yeah, I would have, but I wasn't really looking for her. Uh, but I guess for the wife, they originally were looking at Suzanne Plachette from uh, Bob Newhart show. Uh, Kate Jackson, right after she left, Charlie's Angels was one of them. And then Lindsay oh, Wagner was another one, I guess oh, they were wow. looking at. But I guess then Robert Wagner pushed for uh, Stephanie Powers. I guess he had worked with her on It Takes a Thief. So, oh, okay. And um, that's right. That's right. I remember that show. Yeah. 
And uh, it, uh, Lindsay Wagner, Robert Wagner. No, any they're relation? not related. I don't think so. No. Yeah. But um, oh, I didn't. I you know how I like to talk about ages. Robert Wagner was fifty, but about fifty when this started. Stephanie no Powers. No way. Was, Stephanie Powers was thirty-seven. There's what? no. There's what? no way he was fifty. <laughs> Unless I so, did like, bad math again. Well, so in my in my note, like I'm like. I remember him being an old like it, I as a kid watching this. I'm like, yeah, he's just he was just an old guy. But when I'm watching it now, I'm like, damn, he was so young. I didn't realize how young he was. Yeah, I no, thought he was yeah because like he was 30s. born in 1930 and this was like 78, Nine. right? Yeah, something like so, that. Yeah. yeah, so he would have been 49. I'm like, I said almost 50. He wasn't quite 50, so he was like our age. Okay. So I don't know if that's good or bad based on what you were thinking. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was way young. He looked way younger on that. I, yeah, in, it, I, I, was, be, I was sure he was in his 30s, early yeah. 30s. Yeah, I and mean, like you said, you're just used to seeing him now like in Wayne's World movies and stuff like that. So <laughs> he was like 70. And then uh, Max, Lionel Stander, was about 70. That I, I'd buy that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which, and I, I totally forgot about him. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, like my favorite guy in this show. Yeah. Not in this yeah, particular well, episode, too. not in this too. particular episode, but in the show in general. Yeah, well, I mean... It used to be that he would narrate the beginning, you know, the yeah, intro. Right, he does and after right uh, after. The, yeah, he didn't on on this first episode, no, but no. Um, so when I first saw him, I'm like, oh yeah, Max, <laughs> you know, that was pretty cool. So. Hey, Mister H, how you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but I will. I'm not going to get into it now, and I think I just hurt my throat. <clears> throat> um, I'm not going to get into it now. But his name was Lionel Stander. I recommend reading up on him because he was kind of a badass he got blacklisted many times in hollywood so really yeah and i don't mean badass in a bad way like he stood up for some stuff and so you should really go and do a deep i was like holy cow i could do like a whole episode on his history back in the 30s and stuff that's awesome yeah so i do recommend going looking it up i will i'll do that so that's all the back history i have um you know but I guess okay. I, I don't have go. any back history. I didn't do any research for this other than <laughs> um, you know. I think we mentioned before, um, you know, the whole Natalie Wood uh, conspiracy. I don't know yeah. what happened there, but there We're was not a, get into that. a big story back yeah. in the day. But um, yeah, I have no, I, I have no, nothing, no history, nothing on on anything other than when you mentioned it takes a thief. I, I watched that show. In reruns, obviously. When oh, I was see, I don't remember. I don't think I ever watched that show. It, uh, it was pretty feet. cool. It yeah, that was, was a pretty cool show. So, yeah, go watch that sometime while I'm researching Max and uh, <laughs> compare notes. But all right, should we jump into it? Sure, go ahead. What do we got? What do you right, have so to the start first off? thing, right off the bat, <laughs> super cheesy music. Right? Yes. it was like it was almost like intentionally cheesy sleepy music and or like comical i'm not even sure what to call it I right wish and, and i you know i do i will say comical i think that's a good one and it's almost like they ran out of money so like we don't have any money to pay for music to start <laughs> to show off yeah so they just threw something on the track but uh you know they they open with the skyscrapers and then a rolls royce convertible pulling in and jonathan gets out and from the back this is the first time we see max see him from the back and he's got like a beret on it looks like on his head and i'm like 
it looks like Sam Kinison from behind. Was <laughs> and, and then it still didn't dawn on me yet that it was Max until a little later in the show. But that would have been great for Sam Kinison to come out there screaming at somebody. Yes. But what are you looking at? <laughs> but so right. So this intro when they pull up to the buildings, right? Was it just me or did it look like they like pulled up onto a walkway where they they were not supposed to have a car? Yeah, there's like a fountain there. There's people walking right in front of me, like block the stairs. Like there's a guy walking down the stairs. I mean, I guess if you own the place, you can park wherever you want. But when you're Jonathan Hart, when you're Jonathan Hart, you know, clearly. So they they make a point of showing how important Jonathan Hart is from this scene forward, like for the next four or five minutes. Right. So he walks into his building. um, And. This is where I, where I put. Yeah, I, he was much younger than I remember. So yeah. I still think I, I got. I'm going to double check your math because I don't know. He was born in 1930. I don't know. I don't know if he was. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so he, like he gets off the elevator, and you can see the elevator's got his initials on both sides of it on signs, and you know he he bumps into somebody, and he's kind of like you know. People don't recognize him, or he's just an average guy, and he, you know, he just. But he's in a building called Jonathan Hart Industries, and it's you know it's clear that he's a super important guy. Um, and then he he goes into, um, I guess it's his office, right? So he's walking to his office, and the secretary tries to stop him from going in. And he's like, Jonathan Hart. And she's like, oh, he's, he doesn't see anybody without an appointment. She's, you know, she's being kind of a bitch. And then he, um, I don't know, his business partner opens the door or something. He's like, Jonathan. But, yeah, we're right. But, well, no, he actually, he actually opened the door. But she just, right, exactly what you said. And to, when she says he doesn't take appointments, he just says, looks at her, goes, Jonathan Hart. Like, again. <laughs> like, is that the secret code? But yeah, then he walks like, in. The guy's like, "Oh, Jonathan," and the secretary doesn't even know who he is. Right. Right. Yeah. And then, then she's all giddy and like fumbly after that. But, right. Oh my God! It's Jonathan Hart. <laughs> He's here. She's like calling her friends and stuff. Yeah, calling uh, her girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. So they went in and they're talking. I, to be honest, I don't remember what they were talking about. So he missed a board meeting. He was late for a board meeting. And he's like, "Oh, were they happy? You know, or whatever." And the guys. You know, giving him or starts to tell him stuff, and Jonathan Hart's rattling off stuff. He's like, "Let me let me stop you right there." You know, our sales were higher by eight percent. They would have been nine if it wasn't for the coal strike. Blah blah blah. And the guy's like, "Wow, Jonathan, you surprised me. I'm surprised you read all that stuff I sent you." He's right, the right. freaking. It's his company. Of course, he <laughs> read it. Yeah, and apparently it's a a, a conglomerate of like dozens 20, of companies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Twenty or do they say the number? I don't know. So but, yeah, somewhere there. But they never uh, make it clear. Like he even Jonathan even says, "This is why I have you running it." But why? Why is this guy? Why is Jonathan not running? I don't. They never ever ever say why he's letting this guy do it while he goes out and solves crimes. Yeah, is he just he's bored? busy being a, a detective? Yeah. But and, and they and they like there was even a point where he's like uh Jonathan's like you know, there's a guy in our electronics department who's doing a bang up job. Uh he deserves a raise. <laughs> you know, it's like okay he fixed yeah. my VCR. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you're a good guy, we get it. You're humble and right. you know, you know right. the the little people. Yeah. Um and but the guy's then, like Yeah, go ahead. Oh, when when are you coming back full time? Oh yeah. And, 
so it's like I don't know. There's maybe some backstory why he left. We don't know that story, but right. It's like we're dropped in the middle of the story, which I know they say is a good thing to do. You don't want to do a lot of build up because people get bored. But we're dropped into the middle of the story, but like we have no idea what's going on, and we are never explained why. So it's like not right. like they ever fill you in. No, right? Yeah, you you never get caught up. Yeah, but I guess he, it sets the premise for he's got you know billions of dollars and he can do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, which is what he does for the rest of the show. Right, right, exactly. And so um, then, yes, yeah, so and, and I think that points again to it being remade spy show, and that's why. This, some of this stuff doesn't make sense because they probably right. got, yeah, just, you know, squeezed into the story. Right, right. But then he leaves, right? So he leaves the office. And my whole thing was, why did he go? He never did anything. Oh, and except, wait, were you going to say this part about when he was leaving? Yeah, every, go ahead. everyone's yeah. like. But he never actually did anything there. But go ahead. Like yeah. people are coming out of like the rooms and they're all watching him as he's walking towards the elevator. Like the secretary must have called everybody on the floor. I'm mean, like, Jonathan Hart's here. And so they're like, again, everyone's looking like he's a super, it's like Steve Jobs as well. I don't know who to compare it to. No, but, it wouldn't even be Steve Jobs because if Steve Jobs did that, people wouldn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, right, no, well, they would true. now because he'd be risen from the dead. But right. they wouldn't even do that for, you know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, I can't think of something. It's like Superman was walking down there like someone, <laughs> right. you know, it's. It was really, yeah. it was a really it was, it was odd where they all thing. Came out. He even kind of gave it an odd turn and looked back and all these people right. were staring at him. And this is the first time of many where I wrote, what is happening? Because this made no sense. This didn't fit into, they could have skipped this whole part. Yeah. Again, there was like, they were trying to, they were trying to shoehorn a story into another story. I understand that. But this really had served no purpose except to say that he was a business guy to, sh- you know, to show, not tell. Right. So instead of someone, instead of Max sitting down saying, well, boss, I know you don't go to the office much anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, they could have done in like a 30 second. Bit they right could have there, figured right? it out some other way. Yeah. But whatever it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So then, uh, let's see. So then they drive so then, back home after the long day at the office for 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> he put in his time. And then this is where we see Max. In his distinctive voice, he's like, hey, Mr. H. And I'm like, oh, Max, I remember Max now. <laughs> and then Freeway the dog. Right. I love that dog, but it's not the same watching it now. I, I didn't feel the same for the dog, but Max, <laughs> I was happy to see. Yeah. Um, and, um, and at this point, I'm thinking, is he married yet? It kind of seems like he's a bachelor at this point. Right. And, well, and yeah, right. It no, wasn't exactly. clear. It wasn't clear yet uh, what was, you know, what was going on. But then um, they start opening some mail, I guess, to help, you know, connect some points uh, to yeah, show. Exactly. It, Max, Max gets a telegram from Mrs. Hart in Paris to let Mr. Hart know this, this, blah, blah, blah. A few right. Other yeah. Things. Basically instructions for him. Yeah. Right. And then, um, you know, Jonathan is like, and she misses me or, you know, something like that. <laughs> no, that's exactly no. what he says, like three times. And uh, he, he keeps asking, he's like, no. Then she says, take out the trash or, you know, something. And then uh, Jonathan's, all, he's all like, I'm so lucky to be married to her. Like he's just, it's, it's already building up that, that overbearing relationship that we all remember. <laughs> uh, but it's starting and she's not even in the room yet, but. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, he just happens to have her book on the. Because she's a writer, which they never say at this point yet. But they let you know because her book, and I forgot what it was called. 
It was something 21 ways to something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. it and it just happens to be sitting on the desk in front of him, signed to him, you know, or whatever, which yeah. I mean, yeah. okay, I guess. But was she, uh, do you remember in later episodes, was she a writer? Cause I don't know. Yeah, no, she, I think she always was supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. That's how it, what the deal was. But I did like how when Max was reading the, the telegram, he was making a drink, you know, I don't know if you noticed it, but he puts a couple eggs in a blender, a banana, something else. Looks like he's making like a healthy shake or whatever. And he goes and brings it over to Mr. H and he sticks his finger in there and he like lets the dog lick it. And he, the dog growls. He's like, (laughs) freeway thinks it needs something else. And then Max (laughs) takes it back to the bar and pours like a half a bottle booze in there. I didn't even notice it. And then he gives, (laughs) lets the dog taste it again. He's like, all right, it's good. (laughs) I'm Uh, like, wow. It was just kind of weird. That just went over my head. I didn't see that happen. Yeah, I was I was watching Max, keeping an eye on him, see what he's up to. And then, yeah, and then they're talking about getting ready for a poker game, right? That night, yeah, gonna- with the cop that also had already thanked him for finding the missing Rembrandt. Yeah, oh, <laughs> somehow yeah. Mr. H already solved some crime that the police can't. Yeah, this is this is just part of what he does. So. Yeah, and that just um, lets you know that he, I guess, that's supposed to give you an idea that he likes to solve crimes. Yeah, so that's probably why he went part time. I'm just going to guess you need more, more time to, to solve crimes. Right. Um, but then, so we, we changed scenes then. And then suddenly this like darker music comes on <laughs> and this lady and a dude in a lab coat, um, are walking some guy out to the car and they're like, remember the magnesium pellets will fix your bald spot. And he was like, <laughs> in like some creepy zone. He's like smiling and yeah, there was, yeah, it was definitely, and they're all, they're wearing these like sweater or coats with this insignia on it. And I'm like, what the hell is all that about? But yeah. 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 But and yeah, then he, I, was I wrote definitely, my notes here. I'm like, it's like the guy was hypnotized. Right. Yeah, exactly. That would was, be, very, that'd be a good way to put it. Maybe. <laughs> um, so he gets in his car and like, thanks them. Right. And he's, he's, drive in he's what, what song was playing do you remember oh. because he's singing along oh no some, like, i didn't even notice song. that yeah, yeah. So he's singing along to some song in his car um with that same smile on his face and then <laughs> you know there's like there's curves coming up and flashing lights and he's smiling and then he like drives off a cliff right <laughs> <laughs> well, he got out of nowhere. The car and, burst in the floor. Yeah, see, and I thought he was drugged. You know, I'm like, was he drugged? Is that what his problem was? And then, right, he drives off. And I'm like, so as I said in the Night Rider episode that we last talked about, how many cars go off a cliff in a California a day based on the TV shows we've all seen? There were probably piles of them at the bottom of the cliffs. <laughs> no, well, and actually, and... It's not morbid because it turned out okay. But did you hear about that story a few weeks ago where some lady did drive off a road in California and they found her like a week later. She was still alive, trapped in her car. Oh no one God, even knew. No. Yeah. I didn't want to bring it up too early because I wanted to make sure she was okay. <laughs> wow. No, I but didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. It was, I'm like, this is just like what I was talking about. Yeah. Well, see, it happens. That's real life. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it but seems like it. I mean, I know, I- and don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of crazy curves out there. I mean. It's a, those are some, uh, dangerous roads out there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, the exploding car, especially in the seventies, <laughs> anytime a car went off the road, it exploded or anytime yeah. like someone shot at it, it exploded. 
Right. They're, just, <laughs> they're pretty unstable. Um, like every yes. car was a Pinto. getting rear-ended but um so that was it for that scene and then uh, we're back at the poker game right and max is serving salami um yeah and this is when john someone asked jonathan where jennifer is because she i think is supposed to is she supposed to be playing because he's they say something about the game it says seven without mrs h oh maybe yeah yeah but and, yeah, he said, well, what is she writing these days? So yeah, they solidify her as a writer, right. I guess. So, and I, I meant to go back and listen again, but it sounded like he said, Jennifer's in Europe writing a book on macho, like as in to be macho. Yeah. Right. Is like that what he said? Macho, machoism or something. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, and he's like, hopefully she doesn't learn too much or something. <laughs> he's like, know. oh, she'll leave me after she <laughs> finds out what it is. Yeah. Okay. I want to make sure I heard that right. Cause that seemed very seventies ish to say though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's to, to be honest at this point, it feels like he's a little insecure with the relationship. Um, he doesn't seem like it later, but yeah, no, <laughs> no, he doesn't later, but here he does. Yeah. Uh, so he gets a phone call. Um, he's on the phone, and apparently, oh, you know why it was uh, six instead of seven? Because Sam wasn't there. And it was oh, Sam. That's right. Sam's, Sam's wife. That's the guy who phone. drove off a cliff. Right. That was the guy who yeah. drove off a cliff. So his wife calls Jonathan, and Jonathan gets off the phone. He's like, he's dead. And Jonathan goes to her house. Um, and I got to say, she had an awesome house. She had this like nice winding staircase. So um, that was just a distraction to me. But and, um, she and Jonathan's sweater was pretty awesome too, with those leather patches on the elbows. Yes, did the patches you on the elbows. I did. I did. That I was, was going to say one. something, but again, I, I think I talk about how I know nothing about fashion. So maybe that I don't know. I, no. Oh, oh no, I'm not saying that that was out of fashion back then. That was super in fashion back then. I'm sure. And that's I'm what sure I'm Jonathan saying. Yeah. So there was one one line where she thanks him. She's like, thank you, Jonathan. And he's like, for what? And then they did like didn't talk about it or anything. So I thought that was weird. And then um, she's talking about how he, he got killed coming back from a health farm. Um, yeah. And he's like, why would he be there? He's healthy as an ox, basically. Yeah. I, yeah. And then, you know, she's like. She breaks down that she's like, he was moody. He was irritable. <laughs> he was seeing an analyst. Right. Yeah. So, and two things here. One, Jonathan's like, analyst, what would he need to see one of those for? He's a stable guy. He's probably macho too, right? Back then, guys didn't see psychologists. That was just right, not a right. thing. So that's one thing. And I thought it was interesting they called it an analyst too. Right. Cause exactly. Because it sounds better. But did you catch the line where he's talking to her? She's like, oh, would you like a drink? Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, sure. How about that one? That one. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, was he? So I wasn't sure if he was just being a dick, if he was trying to be like, maybe you shouldn't be drinking because you're. <laughs> I. But maybe you should. Your husband just died. Have right, a drink. See? Right. I mean, it just seemed. But yeah. He, he literally took her drink. <laughs> I don't know. why. One of many lines that were like, what the hell? And I have a feeling that line was from the original spy movie and he was supposed to be cool, <laughs> yeah. right? And they left like a it James in. James Bond move? Yes, exactly. Because that's something like that James one. Bond would do. Right. How about a drink? Right. Okay, thank you. Well, no, wait, that was actually mine. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I could see it playing out like that. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that until just now when we were talking about that. I'm like, that's got to be left in there. So I would love to see the two yeah. scripts side yeah. by side. If anyone listening has the script, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, what was it originally called? It was originally called Double Twist, I believe. Yes. Oh, and really? then the script from I bet, this, I would I, love to probably, see them side to side. I, I, we probably could Google it and find it. I might, might maybe, try that. But. Maybe. Um, and then, I don't know, anything eventful before he leaves? Because when he's on his way out, there is something I want well, to mention. So I didn't get a good look at her because the version I was watching was pretty grainy and bad. But at one point, I thought, <laughs> you're probably not going to know, but was this the wife from Airplane, the movie Airplane, whose husband never has a second cup of coffee? <laughs> You know what oh, scene I'm I, talking about? No. Okay. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> Again, I don't because I you know, I can't find like good details like who is in this ep- this show. So, so like I uh, even this show like I watched Heart to Heart when it was yeah. on. Oh yeah. But when when it was like the series was canceled or whatever, I probably never watched it again. <laughs> and, and same with Airplane. Like I watched Airplane in like whatever year it came out, and then I've never watched it again. So. Really? Oh, you're missing out. No, I just you know I, I like have it on DVD. Keep, I like to save things and like in my mind and I, don't know. <laughs> I never. <laughs> and it actually doesn't work very well, but yeah. I uh, so any, so she's on her way out. The wife or no, the wife's not on her way out. He's on his way out, and she's like, "He loved you. You were his dear and trusted friend." And then Jonathan's reply is, "That's why it smells." And then he yeah. and then he leaves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, whoa! I'm like, that's. I, I might have ordered it differently, but um, especially like to his wife, you know, I don't, it seemed, well, just seemed insensitive. Well, even that, like at one point he asked, he's like, would you like me to stay? I'm like, oh, yeah. no, no, you don't stay. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> What's and that's wrong with thinking? you? There were a couple of points. I'm like, all right, first of all, he's at her house. He takes which her is, drink. Which is fine. You know, I mean, mm. obviously he would have went with Jennifer if she was in town, but she was in Europe she, studying yeah, she, macho men. So, all right. So that's fine. Yeah. And then he's like, should I stay? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe you should have had Max. Maybe again, that keep an eye on you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, let's see. And then, Oh, Wait, oh, oh so there was gets, one line he does say, cause she was saying something about the stuff and he, before he was leaving too. Cause like you said, it smells. He's like, maybe God didn't make a mistake. Maybe Sam did. I'm like, wait, now yeah. you're blaming him? I'm like, exactly. Jesus, what that's the right. hell? I think that's what, that's what built this up to me to say, like, you're being pretty insensitive to Yeah, to, no, he totally to, was. And again, I th- have a feeling some of it's uh spy throwback. Maybe, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Um. So then, well, he gets now to the doctor. I'm getting mad at Jonathan all over again. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> so he um, he gets the doctor's name before he leaves, the analyst. And uh, he goes to the doctor's office. He walks in. There's no one there. So, you know, he starts thumbing through the calendar on the desk, right? Yeah. And, and then, um, which I thought was a little ballsy, but then he picks up uh, the Golden Goose uh, pamphlet, puts yeah. it in his pocket, and then he, then he hears a scream. And as he's about to kick the door in, the doctor opens it up. <laughs> and this is where I was thinking, maybe I should call Mike up and we should <laughs> just just pick a different show and start over again. Because <laughs> it was a grown woman in a crib with a pacifier in her mouth. Yes. 
and I, I was, I just, stopped. I paused, I hit the pause button. <laughs> you had to pause to catch your breath to say what the shit is going on. <laughs> um, where is this show going? Yeah. Yeah. What, what in, I don't know. See now this right here. Well, by the way, the doctor was, uh, the mayor or the governor from Benson. Um, he was in, he was in other things too. Tons oh of yeah. Things. He was in a ton of stuff. Uh, like I recognize him, but I couldn't pinpoint. From yeah. What. But, um, two things. One, that woman was Jill St. John, who he did end up marrying later. Um, huh. interesting. Also that other woman I was saying, she was the one from airplane. I just looked it up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry. Right. I just had to get that in. Yeah. So that, no, that was really weird. And so like, I, I did like how he walks in the office. When they don't have a secretary there for whatever reason. He just starts thumbing through the appointment book. I'm like, wow, a HIPAA wasn't a thing back then, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Even if it was, it'd be like throw caution to the wind. Yeah. But, um, but <laughs> I said, I said, uh, I was like, I don't think the writers know what psychologists did when they wrote this movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, they, they didn't have, you know, now when they write a movie or a book, they consult professionals, right? They have like a team, they have a team of psychologists say, this is what we typically do in a session and you would do this and here are some words right. to use or whatever. This was like. I don't think any self-respecting psychologist or psychiatrist, whatever he was, would have a crib in their office <laughs> so this lady can go in there and pretend like she was a baby. Oh, that was awesome. And yep. uh, Yeah. And that's when I noticed, I'm like, wait, is that his wife in the crib? Granted, he wasn't married to her then. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know that was her. Yeah. Um, but I did mention that the doctor was a dick because he was kind of a dick to her. Oh, yeah. and then we cut in the heart to heart music hits in here, right here. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. So. Hmm. I wonder, yeah, I wonder how they do that. Like how they decide, well, hey, we'll use that next time for the theme or, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's kind of was the same thing with uh, Magnum P.I., remember? Yeah. The, the pilot had different music, but in that second episode we saw, which was like the fourth or fifth episode, they kind of started interspersing the music in the middle of the episode. Right, yeah, And it right. became the theme, so. Yeah. Um, but can we talk about this scene here a little bit on the Canyon Roads with Jonathan and Jennifer? Because this is when I was really like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he's driving down in the the Dino, right? And that's you see that that's like, oh my god, that's from the intro, right? right. Then he passes he's got, by, and he's got the driving gloves on. And yeah, that. looking cool. totally suave and yeah. yeah, looking like Jonathan Hart. Right, exactly. You know, squinting at himself in the mirror because <laughs> yeah. he did have that squint that he always did. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. So he drives by a Mercedes with. He goes by it, and there's legs underneath it, right? Right. And then he zips by. There's legs underneath it like someone's under the car. Right, fixing it, yeah. He zips by, and then all of a sudden as he zips by, Jennifer Hart pops up. Now, I don't know how this was publicized, so maybe people didn't know. But I'm going to guess that people knew that this was supposed to be his wife. (laughs) She pops up, and she drives off and drives over those fake legs. (laughs) Right. Right. And again, all caps, what is this movie? <laughs> right. So you're right. Now I think, they're like I chasing the, each other down the road. I think perception at the time was blind that hairpin we turns. Don't, we don't know who she is yet, but yeah. clearly we, we all do. But yeah, so she, so it looks like she's like some kind of like 
you know, it's she obviously she staged herself there to chase him. Right. Or follow him. Right. Right. So then she, yeah, they're, they're zipping on the road, these wicked turns and you know, she pulls up alongside him into oncoming traffic and like a car comes through and then uh, at some point it's his turn to go into the oncoming traffic and then like, a truck comes through. Right. And they, they almost died reckless. twice. Yeah. 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 Right. And they almost died twice on a canyon road doing this stupid shit when their friend literally just died on a mountain road. Exactly. I'm like, what is going on? Exactly. <laughs> Again, this is a leftover from the spy movie <laughs> script. Yeah. This it's is like a typical, be. like I'm thinking of a uh, mission impossible. There's a scene right. where he's driving on the yeah. road. And it's a girl in a, another right. sports it car. It happens driving. in like every movie and every mission impossible movie. I think. Right. Right. So then, so whipping around, whatever she gets in front of them takes a turn and there's like a construction truck and a cop car mm-hmm. and she kind of weaves in between them. Uh, but Jonathan, he, he doesn't get so lucky and he, he nails the cop car, right? Yeah. But he stops. I didn't expect him to stop. He's an upstanding individual. Yeah. Well, Plus it just he, seemed has, up- he has cop friends, so he knows he can get out of it. That's true. And money. Because I actually think the cop asked him for a bribe. I, I was trying to analyze what he said. <laughs> well, he like, said something like, nice car, nice gloves. I was like, he was like, yeah, right. respect. and then he's like, nice shoes. What kind are they? He's like, hush puppies. <laughs> oh, because I think <laughs> but, he first he said something about like, did he say like Italian leather or something like the glove or something? They were, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. cashmere, his sweater. Cashmere, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then and then he's like, I could write you 11 or 12 tickets. Um, and take a lot of time here, or we could just put it all on one. And I, that's where I was thinking he meant like, just slip me some money and we'll be out of here. Um, yeah, it's the seventies. Cops did that. I'm going to say that's what it was. <laughs> I'm going to go on record saying maybe, it was but he didn't. I, I guess he got seven tickets, right? Did he? I don't know. He, he just all of a sudden, because all of a sudden, what they pull? He drives up to that damn spa, and she's already there, like with her luggage out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, he paid, he paid the cop off. They talked a little <laughs> bit and uh, he met her there. So, um, yeah. So at, like you said, she's there, um, and he's trying to help her with the suitcase. So at this point I wasn't too clear what was going on. Like, I'm like, he's helping her with the suitcase. He dumps it. Uh, and he tries he to help more and makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what are they? What? <laughs> and they're this. like yelling at each other. Like, they have no idea who each other is and she's getting all pissed with them. Right. So I wasn't sure if they were like, this was like love banter in the car. It's just something they do. Yeah. And now they arrived at their destination and for whatever reason she's pissed. I don't know. But then it, it becomes clear that they're acting right. That it's like they're pretending not to know each other and developing this anger. Right. Uh, perception that they don't like each other. Right, and um, I was trying to figure out when did they come up with this plan? Because she was in France, as far as we yeah. knew. Did he call her? Oh, but let's let's say take the red eye home. We're going to hatch a scheme here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's back it up though. Back to that scene where they're in the cart chase. Mm-hmm. What was that for? There wasn't even anyone around. <laughs> like, there's no one there to see that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because like, it's a whole scheme. Like, okay, I'm going to pretend like I'm here and I'm going to drive past. So like. I my guess is because this is I think I this is what I was thinking when I was watching this. Were they setting it up? Because I remember she when the suitcase thing, right? She goes and she has a gun 
I'm like, so did they set this up? Like she's some sort of assassin who's going to go kill him. That's their cover story. And just in case anyone saw this, they'd see this happen on the road. So they think that, I don't know. That's, <laughs> that's a, you again, a it's a whole scene there. that I, was left over from a movie. Yeah. They just like, let's again, just leave it in. They could have just both pulled up at the same time and proceeded. pretend like they didn't know each other. Yeah. Yes. And we've n- never seen the car chase. So that they would, could have, they could have bumped each other's cars in the parking lot to set up the whole same perfect. fight. Right. Exactly. Instead, they had to race down a mountain road with hairpin turns and almost right. kill themselves and, a and other people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but hey, they got to make so it that, look good. Yeah. It was, uh, and and it, I think it was at this point where I'm like, damn, this is – I don't even know how, how far into the movie it was yet. But I'm like, this seems like kind of long, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like uh, – so yeah. So then they, they move. You know, they go in. They check in under assumed names. He offers her a pen and sprays her with ink and it's just adding to the problems. So it's like it's an habit of Costello routine going on it, it or was, something. It was almost overkill. You uh, <laughs> might have started getting suspicious at that point. But um, and then what the next thing Jonathan's walking by the pool. This is what I remember. Well, first, though, because she goes and checks in. Right. And she gets a note. And it says, do it tonight. The bungalow window will be open. That's why I thought it was like oh, assassination yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Like she yeah. was supposed to be an assassin. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. But I'm yeah. like, who is this from? From him? <laughs> from, I yeah, don't I don't know if it was from him, from somebody else. Max? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But then Jonathan's walking through the pool area and he's got like a leather bomber jacket on. Everyone else is in like bikinis and stuff so it just <laughs> he was a little overdressed and then um he runs into the girl that was in the crib at the pool oh yeah right she says oh remember me and um they do a little small talk but then this woman comes up and says the doctor would like to talk to jonathan and welcome him to the golden goose um personally so um, so I think his name was Templeton. That's the name he was going by. Yeah. So he Roddy said, McDonald, he, yeah. said he was there for, for nerves. And, but, um, but I did like the line where I, she says something like, would you care to follow me? Like the person who was bringing like the secretary, he's like, be happy to pay for it. I'm like, be happy to pay for what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah. And I know he's trying to play it up. Like he's a playboy guy or whatever, but I don't know. This so many yeah. things were weird and creepy about this. But yes, you're right. He said he came there for the nerves. Right, right. So he was some... in, he's in there talking to the doctor, and then that other doctor is behind like a two-way mirror. Right. Yeah, and he knows that it's Jonathan Hart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He even and says then... he owns 21 companies in his conglomerate and he fancies himself a detective. <laughs> and I'm like, is this why he's not running the business? To do this? Yeah. That's why yeah, people already know his hobby. So, um, so then it's dinner time or lunch time. I'm not sure Some what meal. I don't know. Yeah, and she. So, uh, 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 what's her name? What's the wife? Jennifer walks up and says, yeah. you know, she apologizes, and then slaps him, and then, <laughs> and then, which was, and then she goes and sits with the baby lady. Yeah. Um, and then they kind of hit it off, right? So she's like, the baby lady's an actress, and they serve them each a plate of lettuce. <laughs> and then the actress is like, hey, do you drink? 
And so they would go back to her place to well, drink. Right. Well, first they you drink and they're like constantly. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> Excessively. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they went, they went back to drink. Um, so then they get back to her place and there's some confusion here in the conversation because they start talking and I think, I'm not sure do they get all confused. They think they're talking about the same thing. I don't know. There's like some, wait, are you talking about, are you talking about Jonathan and this lady going well, into the room? No, wasn't it? It was Jennifer still, right? No, Jonathan and the lady went there. I, okay. All because right, maybe this I'm is where she's in the place. room. She's in the room. They're talking about drinking. They go to her room and you know, the place is not supposed to have any booze because it's a, like a fat farm thing. Right. Well, she's got all these perfume like things out. What are those called? Where you put your own perfume in them? Like nebulizer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's yeah. got booze in them. <laughs> so wait, so, so he's, so they, he, she was talking to Jennifer about going back to drink. Right. But then she ends up th- back there with. No, because Jeff. he sat, he sat with the, the lady. I think you're confusing two scenes. Oh, maybe I am. He sat with the lady because Jennifer slapped him. And then that's why they went back oh, okay. for drinks. All right. Yeah, then I think you're right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Regardless, so there was alcohol involved. They got confused. Oh, yeah, because he thought she was talking about sex. And that's how I interpreted it. And then, but she was talking about something else, and then she got all mad. And yeah. And then she's like, this is a setup. Life. And she's like, I'm like, for what? What's, what are we talking about here? Yeah. But then he goes back to his room. And it's night, and all of a sudden he's magically asleep, and that's when we see Jennifer lurking out in the bushes. And again, this is where I'm thinking she's an assassin because she's got a gun and she's lurking around outside. And coming through the window because yeah. it's unlocked, right? So she sneaks in with the gun, and then she walks up to the bed. You think, you know, if you didn't know better, you'd think Jonathan's a goner. Um, but she sets the gun down and takes off her clothes. Yep. Well, she had an idea on. Well, this was yeah. TV. He took off stuff. And then she. Uh, <laughs> this is a great line, too, though. Do you have this line written down or you want me no. to? No, no, okay. go ahead. So she gets in. He's still facing the other way. His eyes are obviously open. And he's like, if I rolled over right now and tried to make love to you, would you call the police? And she's like, only if I think you needed help. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, great. That was a great line. Yeah. And then he <laughs> says something like, what happens if you would have shot me in an accident? She's like, well, the gun had no bullets anyway. Oh, Max yeah, forgot right. to give her bullets. Yeah, yeah. But then they they start the mushy talk, right? They're like... Yeah, and then I had to turn it off. I'm just it got It got mushy, like, like mushy. The show, right. The show always had super mushiness stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. And this, is, and this is where it really started, right here. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> And then, yeah, and then I have here, which is the theme of the entire show. But, yes. um, all right. So then they talk mushy. I just kind of, whatever. <laughs> uh, I, I, you just wrote gross. Interest. I can't handle this. <laughs> yeah. And then, so the next day they're at judo class and it opens with, with Jonathan getting flipped by the instructor. So I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then, and then they're like, hey, any volunteers? And the baby lady, it's like just about to raise her hand. Right. But Jennifer beats her to the punch and then she's trying to flip him, but she can't do it. 
So she like breaks his rib or something. Like <laughs> yeah, she elbows him right in the gut. But yeah, right, right before that though, she says, "Duck soup." Does that <laughs> is that a saying? I well, does that mean like used easy? To be like a sh- I don't know. There used to be a show or something like that. I don't know. I think it's something a little old for us, probably. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll throw that down with the millennials at work and see how it goes over. Yeah. But then he after that he goes and gets a massage and he got some like big old lady like mushing on him, mashing on him at first. And he's like, I put he's getting a massage from a sumo wrestler because it was this like really big lady that looked yeah, like a sumo yeah. But anyway, but then it, they switch out to some young lady, and he's like, all right. <laughs> and he tries yeah. to, right away. He tries to get information about his friend Sam. He's like, yeah, yeah, my friend Sam came here all the time, and now he doesn't. Uh, have you talked to him? Yeah, I don't know what he. I can't remember what <laughs> he then, said. Yeah, and then she doesn't. She doesn't respond at all to anything yeah. he says. Yeah, but I'm thinking like, all right, they did this 20 minute car chase that meant nothing. It like didn't <laughs> do anything, but they spend like he 30 seconds with a uh, you know masseuse, and he's like, hey, do you know my friend Sam Roberts? He's missing. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> You know the guy that was dead that was here? I am not a cop. (laughs) (laughs) Let's use some tact, right? But um, And uh, let's see. So meanwhile, Max is outside with the rolls on a phone that looks like it's connected to my mother-in-law's wall. It's like a... a, I think that's how the phones were in the cars back then. They actually did look like that. Yeah, You didn't really see phones in cars, right? So, I mean, it's like... And I always wondered how they work because I remember, like, on on, uh, Vegas, the guy in Vegas had a phone in his car. (laughs) I was like, how does that work? That's so cool. I think it's still the same concept, just a little bit... uh, I don't don't know. know. We don't have time to get into that now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just imagine though if we just stayed with that style of phone that would have been right. that would have been awesome i wonder if it had rotary me. dials so but anyway somehow max he's trying to get dirt on the actress the lady who was in the crib uh are trying to get information about it i think that's they think that's her connection um but all these people keep coming and looking at the car he's trying to pretend like he's an agent i don't know but, yeah, he feels he feels like he needs to like just be in some kind of disguise, which yeah, he doesn't. But, but Max somehow gets some blueprints to the place they're at. I don't know why he's at a movie studio, and he got, I don't know where he got them. I don't. It was really confusing. But somehow he got some blueprints with all the plans for the air ducts. Oh, and actually, I think Jonathan's looking at him at that point. He he's is, talking. He's, he's like, like, "By the way, thanks for the plans to the air ducts." <laughs> yeah, and exactly, and that's like. <laughs> It leads to the two main offices. Right. And he like, goes and he goes into the laundry room after this and he's got he looks at the blueprint and the blueprint literally says main laundry vent. And he looks <laughs> and it's almost like a Batman episode, like he rolls it up like there's almost like a sign right underneath the vent where he's at. Yeah, like, right. this must be it. <laughs> exactly. And then and then I was thinking, I don't know that I've ever honestly seen a vent that I could crawl into. Like I'm sure they exist, but I yeah. Never, well, I in mean, big buildings, yeah. I mean, like in like a lar- very large building, it would be that big. That's a move a lot of air. Um, but yeah, you just never would be in a place that you'd see it. And I don't think this building was that. Well, it was pretty big, but anyway. And he had that nice blue running suit on. Uh, that was a pretty sweet tracksuit with no shirt he, on. Underneath yeah, it. people don't <laughs> people don't wear things like that anymore. That was. No. Uh, I think no we stylist. should start that up again. We we could maybe when we do a video episode we'll at the next uh, heart to heart to convention we'll uh, get to- <laughs> we'll show up in our blue tracksuits right um so he gets busted in the laundry room kind of mm-hmm. uh, like one of the nurses or uh, no it was that other it was that lady that was with Roddy McDowell in the beginning 
She's like the other yeah. lead person with him. Okay. She, maybe she's a doctor. I don't know what she I is. I don't know. What, they don't really say what she is, but knowing but she the year, knowing the era of this, I'm going to going to go out on a limb and say she wasn't going to be a doctor. <laughs> right, right. So <laughs> she she like kind of suspects something and she looks in there and she sees the big vent uh, and then she leaves. And then he leaves, but he comes back. Um well, first he, he goes to the steam room. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He goes and to the steam room and he's which is another scene that I don't think really Means right, anything. because he goes <laughs> to the steam room and I hear one guy talking, oh, this place is bleeding me dry. I calculated it out. It's $3 a breath. Someone's like, breathe slower. I'm like, what do you? What does this have to do with anything? Yeah, he's just complaining. Yeah. And then and that was it. And then it All just right, cuts so. right to Jennifer and her name was Sylvia having a talk about running away. I don't know. Oh, yeah, like she's like, what would you do? Oh, I'd run away, but I can't afford it. Yeah. With- Oh yeah, yeah, because Jennifer's three like three sets of alimony or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where would you go if you could run away? <laughs> I don't know. It's Where's this line of questioning going, right? Yeah, and then they cut away from that and they go back to Jonathan back at the laundry vent because I guess ten minutes later the coast is clear now. <laughs> yeah, right. And and what's awesome is he takes the screws out, but it's got hinges on it on the other side, so it opens like a door. <laughs> like I, if you go to trouble to put a hinge on something. You're probably not going to screw it closed on one <laughs> side anyway. But and, so he he does he unscrews it and he opens it up and he pops in, and then um, then they cut de- away. I think they cut back to Jennifer okay. and the lady talking again. But he's okay. crawling through the vent. Yeah, he's crawling. He's he's making his way to the office. And then we get back to Jennifer's subtle line of questioning. So you're an actress. What would you do if you were playing a part of a blackmailed person? <laughs> <laughs> the hell yeah and then basically like she freaks out like leaves you know like oh weirdo (laughs) yeah and then we then we go back to the laundry room right and there's some guy kind of dressed like captain kirk and he's putting he's putting something (laughs) in the white shirt yeah and in this i couldn't see what it was at this point right i thought he was putting dirty laundry in there at first because i was like i'm (laughs) like yeah i'm like he's putting some kind of like poison there that jonathan's Mm -hmm. gonna sniff on his way out and like pass out um, yeah, something like that. But he turns out he, he put a snake in there, a rattlesnake. <laughs> and that is like so 1970s. Yeah. No, we're going to put a snake in there. Yeah. Like someone comes, hey, there's someone sneaking around in the vent. Hey, I have this bag with a <laughs> rattlesnake in it. Let's put this in there. Right. These and, vents are only like 2000 feet long. I'm sure yeah, they'll find them. And, and there's only like 19 different directions it could go. <laughs> But it turns out the snake found him. Right. Well, and it looks for heat, right? Yeah. Uh, so, so I'm like, all right, what's he gonna do? He's gonna, he's gonna like grab it by the throat. He like because he, he like paused and he was getting all like serious, and then he just like tore a piece of sheet metal <laughs> off and like blocked it off somehow. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell he. Where'd That's that basically go? what he did. He like tore a piece of right a sheet metal, which if anyone has ever seen it. You can't bend it that easily. It it takes a little bit of effort. Yeah, um, even if you could, I don't think you can unhook it or unfasten no, it. No, because it's, it it's right. It's connected together. I don't know. And then he, so he, yeah, he does, <laughs> he does that, and all of a sudden he like falls into the jacuzzi where Jennifer and everyone else is at. Right. And did the snake fall? I guess not. No, the snake right? was behind there. But they okay. just, just, I don't know what happened to the snake. I'm assuming it's still in the vent somewhere. 
someone the guy put it back in his bag i'm sure for next time but uh, but yeah so he falls into this jacuzzi that's made of like tile and has all these like sharp corners and, <laughs> and i'm like he's lucky he's not paralyzed falling in that thing you know, like <laughs> right because it was like yeah like like, like everyone it was almost like there was parts. like an aisle yeah 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 and they had their only <laughs> exactly like little cubicles or something but then he yeah, he he was fine um uh, and then see. basically we cut to him walking around again with his tracksuit back on <laughs> and he's dry now. Well, he knows where the laundry room is. So right. he took care of that. And that's when uh, he runs into Roddy McDowell. And when I, I didn't, he kept it like, he always had like a piece of paper taped to his shirt, Jonathan. I didn't know what that was for. Is that like his instructions or where to go? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I didn't see or was that. Was that like the blueprints? <laughs> <laughs> Miniaturized. <laughs> I don't know. Those around. And then he asked him something, and Jonathan's like, I haven't had this much fun since I was a POW in Korea. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, the doctor says something like, well, so no, no. And then it's like lunchtime or something, right? Is that where is that where you said that? I yeah, met. I think it was like just before, yeah. All right. So, But when he's at lunch, um, the doctor kind of threatens him, right? Yeah. He's like, this is what I, yeah, same period, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you know, some people will do well here. Other people, you know, Makes things worse. I'd watch myself if I were you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, and you're like, really, a little twig? You're gonna take me out? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, and then so the next scene, Jennifer is uh, doing sit-ups in her bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. First of all, sit-ups are hard enough to do on the floor. <laughs> not, not to mention like a soft bed. And yeah, like I, I would need someone holding my feet to keep them from going. Up. But and then. Second, nobody does sit-ups anymore, right? I mean, you do crunches or something. Sit-ups are... Yeah, well, this is 79. People do I know. I did, you know, but... And she's just, like, bouncing off the pillows anyway. Yeah. <laughs> They're really putting expect, a lot of effort anyway. I just expect more from her exercise routine than, yeah. than that. So. Um, and then Max busts through the window <laughs> with dinner. Yeah. Um, and... And then this is what cracked me up, too, because as Max is coming through the window... Jonathan's like, Jennifer, go help him out. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You know, I mean, he's a guy he can't help. That, uh, that's uh, that's a meal. That's got to be. He's uh, busy. He, he was he was reading through some files. He was doing some brain work. But yeah. Um, oh, so, yeah. Because yeah, I think Max brought him some like financial statements from his friend Sam. Oh, OK. Is that what he was going through? Yeah. yeah he I, said I, something I, like how about Sam was being bled dry. So, oh, and know. yeah, and then they got into the whole anxiety thing, right? So yeah. they're like, the whole plan now is to get Jennifer into an anxiety session because right. that's what Max was in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, all right. So then, then she goes to see the doctor again. There's no one in there, right? So as she's waiting, she's looking through some books and she's you know fiddling around, and she sees her own book on the shelf with a picture <laughs> of her on it. Excuse me. Yeah. So she right. takes it. She like. <laughs> So, I mean, obviously no one saw it, but she took it anyway. And then uh, the doctor walks in and scares her. And she's like, can you help me with my anxiety? Um, and Jennifer's talking all about how how Jonathan gets on her nerves and she can't stand him. Right. And then, and well, then the other- they still say it's a fit, you know, they pretend like they don't know each other. Right, right. Because I think the, actually, because the, the doctor, because they, they were in her room, I think at that point, and they walked. She did, is that when she started screaming and like Jonathan pretending like he like oh yeah the, yeah, broke into her later. room. 
Yeah, a little bit later. Oh, was that later? It was, oh, okay. it was, it was his place, though. Yeah, it was, was his it? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, but the other doctor comes in, they talk about the anxiety, and then they're, they're like, I wonder who told her about that. You know, whoever yeah. told her would probably tell someone else. So, you know, on to the next scene. Uh, they're in the middle of uh, acupuncture in the, the uh, what's what I've heard Sylvia. of? Sylvia. Sylvia's getting the acupuncture done. So this is the actress baby lady. And at one point, there's like four people in the room. Then suddenly they all leave. And then that main lady comes in and she's like, oh, one of your needles fell out. Let me fix that. And she like injects her with something. <laughs> yeah. It was subtle. Um, and then they move on to like the next spa. They're wrapped in seaweed. Station. They're yeah, like okay. mummified. Yeah. Yeah. They were mummified in sea- seaweed. And Jennifer like basically confesses the whole plot to Sylvia. Like, we know you're being blackmailed. We are here. These people are killers. We know what's going on. We're going to blow the whole thing. And Sylvia's dead. Like she she notices her feet go limp. She's like, are you okay? She could have just fallen asleep, but no, she did not. No. So she was dead. Um, And then I'm wondering, like, at this point, why didn't they just kill Jennifer if they knew? Well, because they didn't know what her deal was yet. And so they're worried about Sylvia. You know, they don't think Jennifer knows anything yet. They're trying to figure it out. But yeah, that's when they're all standing there watching the ambulance go away. And that's when uh, Roddy comes back up. He's like, oh, so young. Remember when I told you to be careful? I'm like, Jesus. Like, right. Almost like and Jonathan look, is pissed now. He's ready to kick some ass. Yeah. yeah. And um, But Jennifer wants to bail. She's like, no, this is too dangerous now. We got to get out of here. But he's like trying to convince her to stay. And they, they're arguing. And then all of a sudden he changes it to their wedding, subject to their wedding. I'm like, I, yeah. wait, what? I, I wrote that too. I'm like, that's irrelevant. That, that I don't know how that they squeeze that in here, but yeah. And then he's like, and then she's like, I can march into the office now and tell him who you are. And he's like, well, that doesn't sound like you. <laughs> she's like, I can refuse to make love to you for a year. Well, that sounds like you. Jeez, <laughs> yeah. like, nice. Yeah. But then, then he sweet talks her and yeah. they kiss like 25 times and talk back and forth, and she melts and decides to stay. Yeah, you're thinking if you kiss me, I'll get all mushy. She's like, I'm like ice and steel inside. And another line, like there were a lot, I like wrote a lot of these lines because these were just, they weren't romantic. (laughs) Well, yeah, they were normally like, even if I left you and went away for years, you'll never love anyone else. I'm like, what? (laughs) How is that romantic? That's just mean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But, you know, they settled their differences and they, yeah. they, and, they and she uh, even says, well, if we die together, Max will probably bury us. <laughs> right. okay. so, you can always count on Max. Yeah. So she goes in the bathroom to like finish getting ready. I guess. And she plugs in the hairdryer <laughs> and it becomes a flamethrower and like catches the curtain, the shower curtain on fire. Like literally, I don't know. It would take some effort to rig a hairdryer to throw a flame like that. But that right. was, it was actually kind of cool. No, it uh, was. But um, then she's like, well, we're getting out of here. Forget it. <laughs> uh, and I don't blame her at that point. You know, I mean, she could have scalded her head. Right. But, um, so at this point, I, I'm going to need you to lead me through because I, I stopped taking notes and I, I watched the rest of it on the train. So oh, I didn't I wasn't okay. taking notes, but I remember it. It's, I mean, it's fresh. I just need. Well, to at this point, after that, it. like they cut to like they they figure out Roddy. They know that 
that she isn't really who she said as she says she is. And they're going to do that anxiety training on her to figure it out. But then they hear screams. And that's when you're talking about she's screaming. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they come running over there. And Jennifer's pretending that Jonathan's like in his room trying to like harass. Or no, then he says, she, wait, whose room were we what? in? She's coming on to me. She's trying to sue me. She's He's like, and I'm he, not like, getting into this and all that kind of stuff. They walk in, though, and, and he punches her. <laughs> like when they walk in, he belts her. <laughs> Got to put like, a woman in her place. Man. So, yeah. But now then, she says her name. She admits she's like, I'm not really. I'm Betty Wilson. You know? Right. right. So they believe and, her. And because, he admits he admits I'm Jonathan Hart. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, um, so it's like, well, why, is, why is everybody got the fake names? Yeah. So why do they feel the need to protect their identity? But whatever. Yeah. So, but yeah, now they, but now they her. agree to give her the anxiety sessions. Yeah. So they take her away. Right. They lead her away. Yeah. And, and they bring her into like the anxiety session room or whatever. And um, and basically they they hypnotize her using like. The, this red they call it a ruby yeah um but a, like my mom has a chandelier that has that same <laughs> thing and they try to make it sound so <laughs> fancy like this ruby was taken from somewhere in india i don't know what they said yeah. but i'm like no, you don't no need that's, that you that's know? not that's not what and it, now yeah. i will say there was you know people do hypnotherapy and stuff all the time so that's not bs like the other stuff but yeah um and I, I this is are you, one of the are points. you endorsing hip, hypnotherapy? No, I some people do this stuff and it works for them. I don't know, but anyway, um, but there are some things that I've learned from hypnotherapy. No, I'm just kidding, but isn't the story <laughs> always like you won't do something you wouldn't do that's dangerous if you were hypnotized? You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, you can't be hypnotized to be a murderer. Stupid, right? yeah. But Although, anyway. if you've ever watched uh, Darren Brown, not to get totally sidetracked, I think Ooh. that's the guy's name. Darren Brown, he's like this, like, I don't know, guy that does stuff to your mind. Like, I think it was Darren Brown. But he actually hypnotized the guy to shoot somebody. But anyway, that's a different story. There's a there's a uh, YouTube video on that. Check it out. It's interesting. Oh, okay. But anyway. Um, but, yeah, you're right. You're not. They'd say you don't do anything you wouldn't do otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so after so they kind of show her starting to get hypnotized, and then Jonathan's leaving in his cool jacket and everything again, and there's a lady there. Remember this part? And he's like, "Hi there." Oh yeah, yeah. And he he's like, "Are you waiting to jump on some poor defenseless senior citizen?" <laughs> and she's like, "You don't look that old." He's like, "And I'm not defenseless. Believe it." And he just walks away. Yeah, he gets in his car and drives away. And then I was thinking, like, what did that have to do with anything? Right. Well, yeah, and I think another, he knew that she was, like, supposed to be, like, the muscle, I guess. But it seemed really yeah. weird because, like, that view, like, how do, I, how do I describe this? Like, it seemed like she was in there, like, standing outside in a dress and heels. So, it's like, she wouldn't be the muscle. Like, she would be dressed in more, like, appropriate fighting gear. You know what I mean? But, again, yeah, yeah. again, spy movies... Just like Mission Impossible, they're always, you know, whatever. Yeah, she had high heels on because at one point, well, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, so, but then they show Jennifer again going under hypnosis and she actually says what her real name is. So I'm like, wait, is she really getting hypnotized? I wasn't that's sure what she I was, was thinking. Playing. I thought she would have resisted at least, yeah. you know. Maybe she wasn't strong-willed enough. 
Um, so then you see Jonathan leave and I'm like, he's got to get that light fixed because he's going to get pulled over by that cop again. But then he goes and drives off on that same same Canyon road and he like pulls off to the side and, or before even that he's, um, he's like in his, (laughs) going to his glove box, taking like masking tape out and like putting it inside his coat. I'm like, okay, no one has masking tape in their Ferrari. Or like this is a Dino technically, but whatever. But from the they don't, you know. It's yeah, just, I, and then he drives it, like it seems like thirty miles away, <laughs> and right. then he runs back. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it was that was confusing, and I was right. like, "What's he doing with the tape? Is he like trying to get fingerprints off his steering wheel right. or something?" I, I was exactly, exactly. I was trying like I couldn't figure out what it was, and then the, again they cut to the hip, hip, hypnosis scene and you know she's talking they're like your husband's waiting for you jonathan's waiting for you look at the lights and i'm like i didn't put it together yet but i'm like i don't understand this at all oh yeah i i i did right because you're well you're smarter than i am i am uh, (laughs) but then (laughs) and uh yeah i know a little bit about hypnotherapy (laughs) and then they cut back to jonathan and he's uh outside and you see someone walk by and then you see why he has the tape because he's going to break a window Right. Which it was excessive. The whole scene to get the tape ready to break the window yeah. was excessive. Right. He could have just broke the window. No one was even in the room. They wouldn't hurt. <laughs> and I'm like, this guy knows a lot of thief tricks for being a millionaire. And I'm yeah. like, did he, you know, is this supposed to be the same guy as he was in To Catch a Thief? Again, goes back to the original uh, script probably. Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so then he goes in. And he opens this door, and there's like this giant safe door. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. He opens the door. Behind, <laughs> it's like a cartoon. Yeah. He opens the door, and then behind that door is a gigantic safe. You know. And I looked at that, and he look. You see him look at the dial and put his ear up to this. I go, if he picks this lock, I am leaving. <laughs> <laughs> so he does. He's like, he looks at it confidently, like, and he starts to try to do it. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I'm in a doctor's office. They have a stethoscope. This I've seen this on TV all the time. It should be no problem to get this thing to open. Duck soup. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so he puts it on and he's listening and he's turning it. And it, it looked pretty damn easy. Yeah. And I mean, I could have picked that lock, I guess. Sure enough, it <laughs> would have up. So, and then he opens a door and he's in another room. I'm like, what? I thought this was a safe. I thought there was going to be like money in there or yeah you know what i what i didn't think they'll do was there a window in the other room i would look to see if there was a window because if he could have <laughs> broke into the other room to begin with yeah and it turns out that's the therapy room that jennifer was just in so right. she must have just left i guess but i guess if he ran 30 miles it probably took him several hours to get there or however long it took him yeah yeah um and then he took his time when he was in there too yeah you know, like looking around picking up things and um, but then, yeah, well, then, then what happened? So he's, where, he finds there's there. tapes in there, like I said. So he listens to one oh, of yeah, Sylvia yeah. where she admits under therapy that she ran over some kid while she was drinking and, you know, she didn't want to get in trouble for it. Yeah. Right. And I, I and thought then, it was interesting how these tapes are like set right to the worst part. So like you right. don't have to fast confession. forward at all. Right at the confession. They edited, yeah. the, they edited those suckers down. <laughs> right. And then he finds yeah. his friends. And he looks at it and he's like, basically like, I don't want to know. And he like lights yeah. it on fire. And it's like he dropped it in a garbage can full of gasoline. Cause it's exactly. in there. Like the whole thing just I was went like, up. Yeah. So he, he lights this plastic cassette 
First of all, I get it. You know, you don't want to know your friend's no, right. worst secret. He's dead. Little respect. So that's cool. So you light a plastic cassette on fire and it's like just barely lit. Like it's not, doesn't have a good flame going yet. Drops it in the can and it basically explodes. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there was like a small explosion in the garbage can. <laughs> yeah, and then, basically. then I was like, if I knew cassettes would explode when you do that, I would have been blowing them up all over the place. But clearly it was a little dramatization, but, um, he could have just pulled the tape out. I mean, you know, but whatever. Yeah. Point made. Yeah. Destroyed. It's dead. But all the other confessions, there was like a box of like 60 tapes. So there's a bunch of other people confessing their, their sins on there. But yeah. So now, yeah. So now basically he takes Jennifer out of there. Like the jig's up. He's taking her. We're leaving. Yeah. Whatever. You don't see those two doctors at all. Right? No, right. They don't try to chase him down. No. But Jennifer's acting all loopy now. Right. Remember? Yeah. But oh, not yeah, as yeah. loopy as Sam was. But he's enough where he's like, are you all right? Yeah. What's up? And What's then going on? he's like, she's like, no, I'll drive. I'll drive. Like, first of all, this is 1979. She wouldn't have been driving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But he uh, he was carrying her suitcases. So there's gentlemanly. And uh, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah. So he he went she got in the car. Right. And he went to put the suitcases uh, <laughs> in the trunk. And I didn't know where it came from. <laughs> he got, I he had got to go back punched. a couple times. He got punched. I'm like, where the hell did that come from? And apparently the the girl that was in the high heels at the, the door when he was leaving was now in the trunk of the car. And she like just sucker punched him or kicked <laughs> or something. And then she kind of proceeded to kick his ass <laughs> pretty much. And then Jennifer is in there going, Jonathan, please stop messing around and get in the car. This is when Hurry you know up. something's up. Yeah. And He's so they like fight for a while. They're like yeah. falling over other cars and everything. And and then the two doctors are watching. You know, yeah. They're just, they're just standing there. Yeah. And then, and then Jennifer's like, oh, really? <laughs> she puts her hood up. And then she goes and hits reverse and backs up. And he like pushes the lady like right in the trunk and slams the hood. Yeah. Yeah. And then they take off. And then they take off with her in the trunk. Yeah. And, and that's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And then, um, you know, the. The two doctors are talking to like I forgot the the fighter lady's name, but like oh it's too bad she's going to have to die too. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't wow. know did they even say what her name was. They probably they, they may have. Oh, she was so loyal, and um, so they take off the car, and you pretty much figure out now after seeing Jennifer get hypnotized and saying you know drive through the two lights to get to Jonathan that she's going to drive off the road just like their friend did. So they're coming up on that that turn right, and Jonathan's like slow down. Yeah. Slow down. Don't you think you should slow down a little, honey? Or darling yeah. or whatever he always calls her. Darling. Yeah. We're coming up on a 90 degree hairpin turn. <laughs> yeah. You probably should go less than 85 miles an and hour. And you're accelerating. So this isn't good. Yeah. Um, so then then it dawns on him at some point. He's like, the lights. <laughs> it's like, all right, just in time because he, I don't know what he did. He just he grabbed the it. wheel. Okay. And then um, grabbed the wheel. Uh, they ended up running into the police car again and, but they were not dead. So that was good. Right. And, and it was and the same cop. It was I'm the like, cop. what is this? Like Buford T justice from, yeah, uh, it was the, the one cop in the entire County and he is crooked and waiting for another, uh, bribe. But, um, he's like, Oh, I, how did I know it was going to be you? And, um, 
then he's like, these Jonathan's got like a lady passed out in his lap, and he's like, <laughs> well, and she's like, what did he? What did he say to her? Did he say like, did she, the cop? Did he say like drunk? Or did he say passed? Uh, he out? said yeah, injured or something. And, and he's like, ah, oh, she fainted. Yeah, like, girlfriend. It's my wife. Yeah. And then he said something like, oh, it's a pretty lady you got there or something. <laughs> How much for the wife? <laughs> and then the then the uh, ninja lady like pops out of the trunk. And yeah. he's like, what about that one? He's like, I like to keep a spare in the trunk. Yeah. And I was thinking she could probably still take out both of those guys. I mean, she was just in the trunk, you know. She seemed a little dazed. But I think she gave up, yeah. So she she surrendered. And then um, then what happened? Then basically, all of a sudden, you see Jennifer talking. She's on the airplane. That's obvious. She's on the airplane oh, talking right, to the cop airplane. back home. Right. And he's like, "Yay, hey, good job. Tell Jonathan, good job. There were 10 other analysts from around the country involved. Um, and she's like, oh, okay, I'll tell Jonathan. He's in the middle of a <laughs> poker game. He's like, there's a poker game without me? He's yeah, like, so where he is it at? And I'm like, wait, they're in like Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Yeah. So they're in, like, yeah, they're in like Saudi Arabia. With some and very super stereotypical characters in this TV yeah. show. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So the, the people around the table were like, I guess they were supposed to be like world leaders or something, you know? I don't yeah. Know there was one Arab sheik. Um, there was like a cowboy or something like that. Yeah. I guess you're supposed to be like some oil dude probably. Oh yeah. Was it, was it, was it and uh, some maybe that, some Mexican drug lord? I don't know though. There was some guy. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought that was like um, who's the guy that played Jr. You know what the Ewing, Ewing. Yeah. Oh, Larry Hagman. Yeah, Larry Hagman. Oh, okay. That's what I thought it was at first, but <laughs> no, um, I don't know who it was. They were all generic people. Yeah, yeah. But then, so and here you talk about grainy picture. I'm watching this on my iPhone at this point. <laughs> um, you know, on, on a bumpy train, but. They're playing poker and it comes down to like the last hand, Jonathan against the the sheik and the sheik throws down 50,000, I think. Oh, yeah, 50,000. And then he's got a match. So Jonathan empties Jennifer's purse and she's got that red ruby in it from the hypnotism thing. And um, which I don't know why she would get to keep that. Well, I think this, <laughs> I think they said she said the cops said I could keep it. I'm like, oh, okay. I so, don't think that's how it works. Yeah, <laughs> You're a rich lady. That's how they made their millions. Yeah. So then I, I thought Jonathan had four kings and a pair of sevens. Oh, I didn't look at his cards. And then the sheik had four queens. So you're thinking he let him have it? I think he let him have it. For whatever reason, Jonathan like threw down his cards and he's like, oh, I was bluffing. He didn't want to and start another oil embargo? I don't know. Also, I think maybe. Oil maybe war? Did he want to get rid of the ruby? I don't know. I'm not sure what that was all about, but well, I have to look at that again and see. Yeah. So th- then they were on their way. So then they well, leave. Yeah. So then they, he loses the hand, and Jennifer's like, "Well, we should probably get going anyway." And she's like, "Oh, the captain says we can't go anywhere. We don't have any fuel." Okay. They would know how much fuel they had when they got there, right? You would know how much fuel you need to get there. Oh, and I, by the way, I looked. Oh, this is after. And you wouldn't, you would know this already when you got there that you need fuel because you're not going to get to Saudi Arabia from LA <laughs> and, <laughs> and be still able have to go fuel else. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I don't think you can't even make it a, with that aircraft on, without stopping anyway. So, well, luckily, but the, but the, the sheik's, sheik's like, a nice guy. Fill him up. Yeah. yeah it's nothing. He's like, know? yeah, take, take care of that. Yeah. You know? 
Um, so I, but then they're gonna. But they're talking about going to uh, Rome for dinner, so they had to leave. Right. But um, I looked it up to see how long that flight was. But it's only five hours. I thought it'd be further from Saudi Arabia. I'm just guessing that's where they were. I yeah. mean, I just looked up like Riyadh. I don't know. <laughs> see how long of a flight it would be. All right. So you timed it out. So they could have realistically made it there. They, for oh dinner, yeah, they could have made it. Yeah. Did you look to see how long to get to uh, Africa? Because that's where that's they where ended they up. Ended up. <laughs> well, I mean, depends where they were in Africa, right? If they're coming from Saudi Arabia, it wouldn't be that far, depending where. They All were. right. So yeah, I don't I don't know exactly where they went, but. Uh, apparently Jonathan's buddy had called him and wanted him to take on some, a case to investigate something. And uh, did you say what it was? Was it like poachers or something? Or did he say, uh, uh, he's yeah, something, his friend had a small diamond mind or something. Oh, he okay. thought somebody was doing sabotaging. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, but he agreed to take, to take the case and figured he wouldn't tell Jennifer until they got there. Yeah. Right. So. And then she's like, no, I want to go to Rome. And he just starts basically kissing her to make her shut up so she'll agree. That's all like, it takes. Party in my hands. You'll do what I want when I kiss you. And I was getting kind of grossed out. <laughs> yeah. It's like he, like he was trying to hypnotize her with the right. ruby. And my final thought was, this is not romantic at all. Yeah. I, I So overall. The scene, I at least, especially. Overall, I don't know if that show with the same mushy love over the oh, it's just over the top darling jonathan darling yeah i mean like they I, always I, said darling and everything but it wasn't and there there was some definitely mushy i mean this was an aaron spelling show right yeah. so that was always there um, but i don't know i don't know if that would fly today people would be like oh god no. Uh, crap. no yeah no but but that was it so then it was uh you know open to interpretation right like well there will be more heart will to heart to more? come yeah, exactly. And I, yeah, I don't know how it was. I didn't look up to see how, um, oh, yeah, how it, no, this was, or... I'm sorry. It, they knew right away. Cause this came out in August of 79. And the first episode was September. Oh, okay. So, so it was just, yeah. it was right afterwards. It's, okay. um, that they don't have ratings listed here on the, at least the Wikipedia thing. It says NA. So I don't know if it didn't do well enough to be rated. <laughs> I don't know. Or if they don't have it. Cause then like the second year it was rated 23rd. So it, um, I don't know if it just didn't have ratings or just because then like season five, maybe maybe like one one episode doesn't get a, a rating. I don't know. No, I mean like the whole first season. After oh, the that. whole first season. Yeah. So overall, um, this was not at all how, how I remember the show being. But again, this was the way it was. I mean, I shouldn't say that. I mean, there definitely was always the whole they like to solve murders, and that's the whole Max thing. I gotta take care of them because when they met, it was murder. <laughs> um. And it's but, funny. I forgot about that whole intro until someone posted on on Facebook. They're like, "It's like I all I know is that when they met, it was murder." I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome." <laughs> and the funny thing is, like the first intro when it first started, like Mrs. H, they didn't really say much about her. Like she's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah that's right. And then like later on, like they changed it to like she's gorgeous. She's a lady who knows how to take care of herself. You know, so it's a little yeah. bit better, I guess, but. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, because I haven't heard that in like 20 years. So Yeah, but they still play them, and I, I'm trying to think of what, what channel it is. I don't know. Antenna TV maybe. I'm not sure. But I still watch it when it's on. So that I watched one, and it was a little better. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, I, it, I should say it wasn't a great episode, but it was it was more the the way the show I remember 
being yeah. played out. This was a lot of stuff crammed together that didn't make some sense. It was just, I don't know. It was a lot. And, 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 and I, someone might even been trying to be filler too, because it was trying to be a movie and they didn't have an, I don't know, but it's, yeah. I think a lot of it just has to do with them trying to cram something into something else. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And that's yeah, my technical and, and, and term to make a movie it. out of it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it was true to the series, yeah. you know, a lot. Yeah. It was probably a lot different too, but I mean, I remember some specific series episodes that were, um, I don't know. They're just pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing some, oh, yeah. some more of the ones. I yeah. To, yeah. This is just setting the show up kind of. Yeah. 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 And I, I don't think know they that I've actually, I think they, they probably could have done without this movie and just went right into the show. But yeah, yeah I think you're probably right. But, but, but overall yeah. it was fine. It wasn't it was fine. <laughs> it's always, it's always good to watch the, the pilots. So. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's all I got. Yeah, me too. So, um, I don't have, uh, I don't think we pre discussed. Oh, no, we didn't. We're doing this episode, late end of the way it is anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll get that out there, but, um, that's heart to heart for this time. We'll have something good next time as well. And, uh, uh, be sure to check us out on all the, the usual places, Twitter. I used to watch this with the number two, um, Instagram. I used to watch this Facebook slash I used to watch this and I used to watch this.com your favorite, uh, uh, podcast outlets, iTunes, uh, Google, whatever you use and anything I'm forgetting, Mike rate and review is always good. Rate, rate and, and review. review. Yes. That's all. Much yeah. Appre- no, that's all I got. Appreciated. What's that? Said much appreciated. Yes, it is uh, much appreciated. Rate, rate and review. All right. Well, thanks. I think that's it for this time. I'm Mike Sullivan. And I'm Mike Forgetto. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Hey. Because when they met, it was murder.